to rock you like a hurricane. Thank you very much for rejoining another episode of Is This What You Want? And I hope that it is what you want. And I hope that you let us know. I'll tell you what I would like to know. Who the hell else hosts this fucking podcast other than myself? My name is Matt O'Brien. The other person that hosts it, what's her name again? Lips. Lips. I couldn't think of anything. I was like, I'm going to say something crazy. And then I just went, Lips. Lips. My name is Lips. What if my nickname was Lips? What if you went to the DMV and they're like, uh, just fill out the form and you just put your first name Lips and then leave the last name blank. And then I go. Yeah. And then I go. Because those are my lips. What would you like to drive? And you go, everything. Lips drives everything. Lips drives life. Yeah. What's a really like if you got like a forklift license or something like that, that'd be the most obscure one. It'd be like forklift. So your name is Lips, and you want a license to drive a forklift? Yeah, forklifts. <laughs> yeah, a forklift shaped like a giant pair of lips. You're like, well, are you going to be moving stuff around? No, no, no. It's just shaped like lips. Yeah. And then go up and down. It actually, if there was like a bottom part that was like the bottom part of the lips, and then the top part went up and down, mm. you could drive around town with your forklift. And uh, imagine a fork made of lips that you would eat off of. Yes. Ew. I just did. Ew, it's so gross. <laughs> um, I don't even fully understand how it works, but it's gross to me. Lips off of the human body would be almost unrecognizable. Like the shape of a yeah. lip is is the face is making it. But if yeah, it because were, it moves around, but just yeah. like lips on their own, like a lip lips on the side of the road. It would look like uh, like a thick earthworm. Mm-hmm. Like a like, especially if it just rained. <laughs> Careful <coughs> for the listener. Julia's choking on her own lips. <laughs> no, this I'm not. lip conversation has gone say, south. For some people, you're like a thick earthworm, unless you have thin lips. Then a thin earthworm. Yes, because you ever looked at lips like close up? They're Brian weird Cranston looking. has no lips. He has negative lips. It's a turtle's mouth. Yeah, it's they a full like turtle's mouth. They're retreating into his head. Like they go in, and I don't know how he uses a straw properly um, without lips. Mm. Maybe that's what makes him a better actor because you're like, no lips. I'll better focus on the eyes. Maybe that's what makes him so good. He's very still. Yeah, he has stillness in the face. He commands. He commands the audience with his lack of lips. Yeah, but his Julia mouth- lack of lips. That's my Julia name. Julia lack. I just of realized lips. I didn't say my real name. I said my name was Lips, and then we started talking about fork lips. Yeah. And now, if you're just t- tuning in for the first time, you don't even know my name. It's Julia Ladkowitz, formerly known as Julia Lack of Lips. Just kidding. I have nice lips. You do have nice lips. Beautiful lips. If you didn't have any lips, that would work out and be a hilarious nickname for Julia you. Julia Lack of Lips. Yeah, Julia Lack of Lips. And then you also have a joke about lack of tits. Julia Lack of Tits. But yeah. you got great honking bobos on you. Great couple of Joes. Well, first of in all, that, in that old I magic didn't bag. always have great honking bobos. And they're not, I mean, one person's great honking bobos is another person's regular small bobos. No, no. totos. Yeah, I see you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I remember when I, I used to have that joke, um, like, which I wrote, it was like one of the first jokes I wrote at Humber. And there was this creepy guy in my class who'd always be like, more than a handful is a waste. I'm like, can you 
get away from me. What? Who was this man? Was that the janitor? That no. that's like a good janitor impression. That's no a janitor. fellow student that talked like that. More than a handful. Well, I don't think he talked like that, but his eyes were too close together and. It freaks me out. I think he still follows me on Facebook. It's possible he listens to this podcast, and you know who you are. Wow. I got to know who this is. Blink twice if it's my dad. Uh. Yeah, I went to Humber (laughs) Comedy College with Terry O'Brien. If I found out my dad secretly went to comedy college and didn't tell the rest of the family, (laughs) I would... What? I don't know. I think I'd be fine with oh, it. Oh, no. Just I just dropped phone. my phone. Just you know, I didn't need it. All over the place. No, I do need it, actually. You might need it. Um, Listen, is this what you want? I don't know. Every 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 week we ask, and every week I don't know. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. We're trying to get to the bottom of many things. And uh, yeah, that's what I it feel is. like I'm drifting further and further away from knowing what people want the more the episodes go in, which yes. could bring us back full circle. That's how I see things going, is that we're... We're going to drift further and further, be like, I don't know what people want. Who knows? Who knows? And then we're going to hit something and be like, wow, that's well, what they want. Well, maybe that's the point of this podcast is figuring it out and then finally figuring it out for ourselves and figuring out what people want has always been what we want deep down. And you just got to make yourself happy because you can't please everybody. What's the cutoff for this podcast? Because once we figure out what people want and we benefit want financially changes. from it. Like, a, what if we make a million dollars? What if we figure it out and we make a million dollars? Are we like, are you still podcasting after a million dollars? Oh, yeah. I'm podcasting literally until I die. I'm kind of almost doing it <laughs> just be know. just for an excuse to talk again, because that's not a thing that we can do anymore. Because Yeah, we literally don't talk to each other unless it's this podcast. We have an hour a week where we talk to each other well, the rest we- of the time. We just fucking... We still talk, but to creatively talk on like a recorded yes. in into a microphone too. That's not like a Zoom uh, no, corporate comedy show, which I have right after this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because normally in, in real real day life, everyday real life, you don't you don't get together with a friend or your loved one and say, "All right, these are the topics we're gonna hit today, and uh, let's do this." That would yeah. be weird. That would be weird, but kind of exciting. You know what? It kind of would be. Maybe that's what you want. Maybe next time you hang out with a friend, be like, these are the three topics we're going to hit. Make yeah. segments with your friends. Hand them a sheet. Yeah. And be like, oh here's God. the breakdown of what segments this Segments with your friends. Be. That's cute. Yeah. But it might be kind of annoying. It's fucking weird. Sometimes, <laughs> uh, like, I remember hanging out with friends in college where we would just sit quietly around each other and not say anything for hours. And it was just delightful. Just yeah. watching TV. No one said anything. You never feel any pressure. No pressure. You know what I'm talking about. So you know you're fucking good friends with people when you can sit in silence and just enjoy life, man. Good friends are like good friends. And I'll tell you what else is good. This chappy hour. Happy chappy hour. I wish I had a cowbell. I could be ringing the cowbell right now. Ding, 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 ding. It's 4.05 p.m. on a Thursday. And you better believe that's... That's that's on the early end of, of Chappy Hour yeah, for us. The happy hour named after the worst robot in movie history. Is Chappy. he the worst one? I don't know a lot of robots. Movie robots. Uh, there's him, Chappy. Yeah, there's Wally. Wally's great. Wally's the best. Wally's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say there's E.T., not a robot. And no, that's an not alien. even. <laughs> <laughs> there's the robots in Blade Runner, like the androids. Those are pretty nice and fun. Um, Isn't there a movie called The Littlest Robot? That's a Littlest. There's got to be a Littlest everything at this point. Yeah. that's just a go-to. I feel like that's if you want. Is a be- toaster come to life a robot? 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember the brave little toaster. What the, the mechanics were? Toaster, yeah, yeah. What the mechanics were? Like, could humans couldn't see the toaster running around getting into high? I truly don't remember. Yeah, but anyway, this chappy hour is real interesting. Um, because <laughs> listen, during these trying times, I think it's very important to support local. So you know who told me that? Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. They just, they both told me that in a commercial for Uber Eats. Oh, wow. Yes, they did. Yeah. It's a weird commercial. Anyway. People are getting mad at that because they're like, Uber is like, eat local. But then they're like, they paid Mike Myers like $5 million to be in this commercial. Yeah. They should have just used that money to support local themselves. Or how about instead of, how about, that was so Canadian, instead of frigging eating local through Uber Eats, you just call up the fucking place you want to order from. Yeah. If they, see if they have delivery and go directly through them so they're not paying all these exorbitant fees and neither are you. We're too used to hitting buttons and I'm guilty of that as well. When you push a button on your phone and then food arrives, it's exciting. And you know what? I know it's bad for locals, but it's just like we're right at the beginning of this technology and it's like, you know, you got to use it. You know what I mean? It's fun. It's like the, that's what they I said the future would be. Fun. That's what they said the future would be. I think you push it's crazy. Button. I'm like, what are all these extra fees? How come this shitty ramen I got is now seven hundred dollars? I know, but it, where some of us, uh, myself included, like to be, uh, you know, non-essential Listen, puds. I'm not. I do not <laughs> agree with what Matt is saying. I'm not saying it's. I'm. I'm. I'm saying I get it. If you want to use it, but I, but also yes, call the place and get it from them directly, preferably. And usually I find that way it is more direct. It comes faster. Whenever I order from Swiss Chalet, which is not a small business by any means, but when I order direct, ooh, it comes nice, comes hot, good times. Oh, I want Swiss Chalet. Listen, so we're supposed to friggin' support local, and that's what we've been trying to do. Yeah. And a fun thing that I've been doing when I go to the farmer's market is I kind of try to look at the kiosk that doesn't have a lot of people waiting in line for it, and I think, who would buy that? Let me support them. You're like and the I, hero at a high school dance yeah, that sees the nerd in the corner not exactly. dancing. And you go, may I have this spice that you're selling? Well, that's the thing. And and I end up pleasantly surprised because this one place, it didn't even have a sign. I think we talked about this. Yeah. And I ended up getting spices from them. And then I put it on chicken. I'm like, this is a fucking it was fantastic. best spice. So um, when we were there on Sunday, I was picking up some uh, like a jerk chicken marinade from this one man, which is so fucking good. And next to it was a man selling fruit wine. Yes. And old, if you don't know what fruit wine is, it's wine made from other fruits that are not grapes. And it's, like, it's just like fermented fruit. I don't truly know. Neither do I. All I know of fruit wine is like if you're a Schitt's Creek fan, Moira Rose did like a fucking shitty commercial for fruit wine and it apparently was just god awful. And I just felt so bad for him. So I bought a fruit wine, and that's what we're drinking right now. Yes, it is a cranberry concoction, and I'm almost positive it's just actual cranberry juice. It tastes it tastes like very tart cranberry juice. I don't dislike it. I actually like it. I think it's quite nice. Yeah. But I wonder if it does have actual alcohol in it. Even though it says it does, it says here. Let me. I took a picture of the. Yeah, the label could say anything. Yeah, it's it could cranberry have wine. Dog spit in it. You don't it's know. It's not dog spit. It's cranberry wine. Don't don't. I'm trying to support local. <laughs> we did. We bought it already. I know, but now, now, I'm, now I'm pimping them out to the to our listeners. It's cranberry wine, 2019, vin de Canberge, Les Vergers Villeneuve, and Blueberry Farm in Saint Pascal, Bailon, Ontario. And it says it's 10.2 percent alcohol. Well, maybe if we chug it real quick, we'll see if we feel something. 
Well, we'll see how we feel at the end of the episode, at the end of this glass. If we're goinked out of our doink, then uh, because it's Because most good. wine is between, I'd say, like 11 to 15%. That's the thing with this cranberry is it's, it is possible it's hiding the, the tinge of alcohol. Yeah. Because you don't feel any of the... Uh, no, it just tastes like really tart, kind of like cranberry, almost like kombucha-y. It's very nice, actually. I feel like if I had a UTI, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's been blasted out of me already in the few sips that I've had with this cranberry. I feel like it's giving my tongue a canker sore. Yes. I'm going to have various sores <laughs> that are going to be oozing with uh, but flavor. But it's, it's so tart. So every time you take a sip, you're like, ooh, oh, that, ooh, that's tart. And then you're like, oh, better take another one to quench my thirst. And you're like, ooh, that's tart. Better take another one. It Next reminds thing me you know, of like you're fucked on cranberry wine. Drinking uh, like, like a sour beer. Like, I guess people like that flavor. You know what I mean? Sour. Honestly, this is nice. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's a good afternoon wine, too, because it's not too potent. It feels good for you. I feel like I'm... I honestly feel like it's doing benefits to the insides. It's like scrubbing... doing benefits. Scrubbing me from the inside out. Um, he was a nice man, though. Good. I feel, uh, why is that such like a small, small town thing? Fermenting fruits. Is it just like everyone's so bored? It's like, what can we make out of, out of booze? What can I don't we know, make just, I feel like it's a farmers market thing. You're like, what can I do? Artisanal soaps. I can fucking knit something. I can apple cider. I can cheese. I can, I, can, I can wild boar. I can alpaca. Yeah, weird meats yeah the alpaca stuff is always kills me because that's always in farmer's markets there's always llama fur and someone has made them into socks or just like a little llama stuffed animal it's cute as hell it's cute as hell i like a farmer's market i love a farmer's market and i like the smell of a farmer's market tell you what can't smell a farmer's market these days because you got to wear a mask at them i know and that's uh to me at least 48 percent of the experience is smelling you get all the smells it no smells. I smell my own dumb face these days. Yeah. Uh, I should maybe I should put like essential oils uh, around my nose and mouth, just so my mask smells better. I, and maybe I shouldn't have done this. You know what? That's why my eyes were watering. Uh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I got um, a, a Dr. Bronner's um, hand sanitizer spray, like a peppermint one. You sprayed it in your eyes? No. You're not Ooh. supposed to do that. Anyway, it's like natural whatever, but it still has alcohol in it, so it still kills germs. So you sprayed it in your but mouth. It's, no, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it actually smells good, and um, I, I felt like my mask was kind of musty. I'm like, oh, I should wash my mask, but I didn't have time. So I just like spritzed it and then just kind of like floated my mask through it. I see. Interesting. And then I put it on like, you know, a couple minutes later. Then you and breathed the, in the, the alcohol and you got fucked up. No, the peppermint was kind of just like stinging my eyes, I think. Yeah, it's an odd move. I mean, uh, it's definitely up there with something weird that you can do. I mean, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking up your eyes, apparently. It's like a little little hit of toothpaste for the face. A little toothpaste for your face coming at you. Face paste. Face paste. That's right. <laughs> um what else are we going to talk about? Uh, do you want to get these uh, French movie titles out of the way? Let's not end on them. We're, okay. we're looking to bring back our segment, which is French movie titles, which uh, what was the first one that we ever did? Do you remember? I don't remember. It was a home alone. No. It, it sort of happened organically where we're like, what's this in French? And then we just made it a segment because we were like, is this what you want? Yeah. I I, yeah. I remember our friend Hunter talking about uh, how... Ghostbusters is SOS Phantom. 
Yeah, so maybe we were and riffing I think on we that. We were riffing on that and then tr- seeing what else is uh, goofy and wacky. And we retired it for a bit. We'll bring it back when we feel like it, but we did just watch the movie. Wait, let's go before that. Oh my God. Because I was like, what the hell can we do for French movie titles? Um, did I explain what the segment actually is for listeners that are new to this? It's where we look up titles of movies and then see what they are in different languages. Yeah. Starting with French. Yeah. And go around the world and see where they're at. Because we're watching so much RuPaul's Drag Race. I was like, what is going on with RuPaul's Drag Race? And for the most part, it is called Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, in France, yes, it's called RuPaul's Drag Race. But in other countries like Brazil, it's called RuPaul and the Mad Race. In the Mad Race. Which makes it sound like they're actually like scrambling and racing. Um which they're not. Or they're like a race of humans that are mad. Yeah, angry racing, which I would also watch. Maybe that's what I want. Maybe I want angry racing. In the Olympics, they should be allowed to get super angry and pissed off at each other they before race. They probably do. You think they rile, they rile each other up? Rile? Rile each other? Is that what you wanted to do, the RuPaul's thing? Is that Was that the big thing? That Still you going to... with it. Okay. I thought the bit could uh, organically uh, thread the needle on this one. In Greece... It's called <laughs> Ropal, first of all. R O U. Ropal, heel fight. Oh. Like they're actually physically fighting with heels. By heels. Smashing each other in the face with heels. That's right. This might be my favorite one. In Hungary, uh, it's called RuPaul Drag Queen I Will Be. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, it works. But they're already drag queens. Drag Queen I Will Be. Drag Queen I Will Be. Where's that, Greece? Um, that one was hungry. Hungry. I'm hungry for drag queens. Hungry for more drag. Um, no, it's called Drag Queens and Every Other. Anyway, what were you going to say with the movie we watched? What movie did we just watch? We just watched Con Air. What spawned that wanting to watch that? We wanted to watch something stupid and action We wanted right? to watch something stupid and action but then we, at dinner with my parents one night, we were yapping about... Nicholas Cage or something. Something came up about Nicholas Cage, and I think I forget why. But th- we started like my parents started talking about Con Air, and I'm like, I've never seen it. And you're like, you've never seen it? Yeah, because that was like prime Nicholas Cage. Because there was mm-hmm. like when in Moons was it Moonstruck? Moonstruck. Yeah, where Cosmo's he's like kind of like hunky Nicholas Cage, and then this is like peak hunk cage he's ripped out of his tits and he's got long flowing hair and he's sweaty and he's got it just sounds like a weird forrest gump impression it does his voice is actually insane uh i'm on the plane Um, i liked it though i thought it was a neat fun time it's fantastic it's a great movie con air released in 1997 by the way wow the premiere was in las vegas can you believe it Ooh, of course it was because that's where the movie freaking ends um what do you think it's called in French Canadian. Um, RuPaul's le- Con Air. No. <laughs> in French, it would be oh les uh, pr- what's, what's prisoners? What's like in in French? Prisonnier avion. I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, wait, what is it in France? France? No, that's not even what it is. In Canada, French Canadian, it's Air Bagnard. Bagnard? What? Bagnard. Bagnards. <laughs> Air Bagnards. <laughs> Wait, and how do you spell Bagnards? B-A-G-N-A-R-D-S. Bagnards, which translates to convicts. Air convicts. Okay. So I, the, I've never... I didn't know 
I mean, I don't think you're pronouncing it right. Airbagnards? <laughs> it's definitely Airbagnards. It's only Bagnard. Uh, let's go see Airbagnard <laughs> at the bibliotheque. Uh, not the bibliotheque. <laughs> You don't see uh, movies at the bibliotheque. You can rent movies for free at the library, and that's something we didn't take advantage of enough in the normal world. Enough, enough. Enough, enough. Okay, so airbag nards. Uh, in France, it's Les Ailes de L'Enfer. Les Ailes? Yep. De what? L'Enfer. How do you spell that? apostrophe E-N-F-E-R, which translates to the wings of hell. Les... El de l'enfre. Okay. Is that how you the, say it? I don't know. I think so. I like the wings of hell. The wings of hell. That's I would, good. I would love to watch Nicolas Cage in the wings of hell. Um, Estonia is hilarious. It's the Prison Express. <laughs> <laughs> All aboard the Prison Express. Don't shoot. But that implies that they're going to prison. They're no, they were. Some of them were. That's Some of right. Them were, yeah, yeah. But Nick Cage was not. Um, in Finland, it's called the Flight to Freedom. That which makes it sound like a cheesy like. Uh, yeah, that sounds like. Uh, and like the only a, person it's a flight to freedom for really is Nick Cage. The rest of them are just getting transferred to a more secure fucking super prison. Yes. Spoiler alert. Um, the Greece, the Greeks always kill it. It's escape to the air. The prisoners escape <laughs> in the air. <laughs> That's sure. It's always like a very literal, you know. Yeah, it's. I mean, they did escape, but they were in the air. It's. But it's funny, just hearing greek people saying that to each other let's go see escape to the air or if you're in serbia you had you were like hey two tickets to flying dungeon whoa <laughs> flying dungeon which sounds like a castle with wings like it's i don't know about that yeah this is actually a juicy one flying dungeon in serbia if you wanted to go in 1997 you could get two tickets to flying dungeon or if you were Slovenian in 1997, you could get two tickets to the plane of the damned. See that again? That sounds like zombie movie. Exactly. Or like a, a plane full of vampires, which also should we write that movie? Vampire plane. Vampire plane. Vampire. Yes. What is it? Just the everyone's on a, everyone on the plane is a vampire except for one guy, and he's like something's going on here. And the pilots, or the plane is a vampire. The plane itself is a vampire, <laughs> yeah. and it attacks other planes and sucks the uh, fuel out of them. Hmm, mm, that's not bad. I want to suck your fuel. Yeah, it's just a guy at the airport going onto the plane, being like, "There's awful big teeth on this plane." That would be that's actually crazy because so many flights happen all the time and then one day they're like what is that in the sky and it's a fuel sucking plane yeah and the, and it's the world's job to catch that fuel sucker yes because it's taking down planes left right and center i like it and the world comes together and then that's how world peace is achieved is the movie called vampire yes yes and it sucks or a uh, vampire or plane pirate plane pi no how did the plane become a vampire did a vampire suck on the plane or did a vampire have sex with it <laughs> what a vampire fucks a plane plane becomes a vampire plane wants to suck fuel i don't know i do like this idea and i shouldn't because it's bad how does how does one fuck a plane in the in the, in the fuel there's got to be a pipe? little fuel hole or something and that's little where it's gonna be huge yeah, it probably is quite large, um, but you never know what these vampires are packing these days. Um, anyway, that's Con Air. No, I think I think a plane would crash in like a vampire sort of like lair, 
Yeah. And then the vampires would put it back together and bring it, you know, and uh, raise it, not raise it, but like raise it from the child. fix it and make it a vampire. Yes. Vamplane. Vamplane. Um, after this, we actually got to write this out. It could be what everyone is wanting. Um, Listen, if fucking like Sharknado can be made, fucking Vamplane can be Vamplane? made. Vamplane? Let me look and make sure it's not been done. Vamplane has <laughs> not been done. A vampire plane. Let me imagine look up this summer. Plane. A vampire is a plane and a plane is a vampire. There is a plane from 1945 that's a vampire. That's the name of the model. Oh, okay. A Haviland vampire jet fighter. Okay, see? It's got two it's got two tails. Ooh. Ooh. Is it supposed to look like a um I wonder if anyone's ever drawn a picture of a vampire plane. I think we might be in the money here. This could be I like this. Our next big idea. Uh and by next I mean our first because I don't know. And then think we'll make merch, we'll make shirts that say vampire on it and it's a vampire plane. Vampire, I guess listener, if you find yourself artsy and want to make a vampire plane picture tweet it at us and you better believe we're going to be we're going to retweet it it. we're We're going to be all over it just like we're going to be all over our next segment oh god the transitions transitions. i I used to do those transitions like that when i hosted shows like uh comedy shows and i remember people would come up to me like audience would be like i love the way you transition into different things but they would not compliment me on my jokes or anything they would just be like the in between where you transitioned whoo no one yeah. can do it like you. Like, well, that's my thing. Yeah. People are weird. Yeah. They like transitions sometimes. They like a transition or they like uh, they like commenting on weird stuff like, oh, my God, I just wanted to say, where'd you get that dress? I'm like, yeah. Okay. Where'd I get the dress? But also like, tell me you love me. My, fa- <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing from comedy used to be uh, hosting a show and then people saying you should try comedy. Oh, yeah. Well. That's classic. That's classic. Every I, two minutes. I love that. You were the funniest person on the show. You should do comedy. You should do comedy. What do like, you think I was doing? What do you think the words I was saying meant? It meant that I was trying to be funny. All right. Our first segment is Warm and Fuzzy. Warm and Fuzzy. Warm and Fuzzy is a segment where we just talk about something nice and warm and fuzzy that happened. And yeah. um, In this shit-ass, fuck-ass world, it's nice to be like, this was a nice thing that happened, or I enjoyed this thing. Yes. Where it made me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. Yes. And maybe on the outside, too. Sometimes You something- are warm and fuzzy on the outside. Yes. Your body's quite warm. You're like a furnace, and you, you, have, uh, uh, you have chest hairs, and you're a fuzzy bear. Also, when I find something when I'm experiencing something nice and like wholesome, sometimes I do get tingly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like the yeah. top of my head tingles sometimes. You I remember you that? saying that. It's a weird yeah. top of your it's head. Very weird. Top of the, my head. I'll get like top of the head, like goosebumps and be like, well, this is cute. Like something, if something cute is happening. Yeah. It's very weird. I used to, as a kid, think it was like some sort of psychic power that was trying to activate, but I'm like, <laughs> no, I, it might it's just, be. I don't know what it is, but either way, um, did you have something, Warm and or or both fuzzy. I have uh, I have a I have a pretty great warm and fuzzy. <gasps> I talked about this last week a bit. Um, so I I actually just finished it today. Uh, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, which uh-huh. is like one of those unleashing your creativity books and just fucking trusting yourself and just going for it and approaching your work with a sense of curiosity and fun and light and love and blah blah blah. Anyway, and it's about putting things out into the universe and trusting that the universe will support you and it sounds all loopy goopy doopy but it's actually quite practical i, I trust the universe exactly anyway 
needless to say, I haven't started the fucking screenplay that I've been talking about. Not Vamplane, by the way, different screenplay. But <laughs> it got me thinking to try to like, I'm tr- I'm trying to change my thinking a little bit and just put things out there into the universe because it's like this is if you th- if you don't throw something out there, you're not going to get anything in return. Yes. So. Oh, sorry. I heard noises. I think my dad's getting out of the shower. It's fine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get distracted by you being distracted. <laughs> well, now we're both distracted. Yeah. Well, now it sounds weird. We're we're up in the in the den. That's where our studio is. And then the bathroom's down the hall. I heard a door open. Not that we're peering on my dad in the shower. Anyway. No, we go. We got a live <laughs> feed. And it's only on onlyfans.com slash is this what you want let us know oh my god let us know what the feed how the feed's doing anyway julia's dad (laughs) poor ed (laughs) so you know what i think there is something in this cranberry wine there could be i think we're getting goosed (laughs) i think we're goosing loose getting cranked on cranberry wine cranked and crumbed so as we talked about last week we are planning our trip back to california finally and we finally pulled the trigger um with our agents we're like okay yeah we're at the end of the month we're going and we're like fuck we don't even have an airbnb yet because we have to get an airbnb for a month while we look at rental places and let me tell you pickens are slim which will later on become my cold and stabby but we could not for the life of us find a decent airbnb and we were looking all over like an hour two hours outside of la in la nothing was happening it was so expensive just like a shit like a lot of trailers it's like live in this trailer for a month for four thousand dollars i'm like are you kidding my yeah, ass that's classic so then finally there was this really nice place i'm like oh my god this would be perfect but it was like thirty five hundred dollars for a month i'm like well that's just way too much so on a whim i'm i've never done this on airbnb but i was like i'm just gonna message this woman and explain the situation and just be see if she'd be willing because maybe she wants to she'd rather rent it for a month than not get anything for like a lower price indeed so, so i rent like i wrote like a really nice message to her and explained that we're canadians we came back to canada because of covid and now we're returning and blah 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 and i understand if she's not willing to consider it but just wanted to reach out just in case yada 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 and i said what our budget was and like an hour later i get a message back being like hello fellow canadian and she's like okay well like um how does this price sound and then she quoted me a price that was like less than what I said our max budget was. I'm Beautiful. like, I'm like, oh my god, you're. I, I actually, I want to pull up, I want to pull up the exact conversation we had. Um, what the hell is this? What? Okay. What'd you find? Oh, so weird. Sorry, Airbnb is making me log into something. Okay. So da 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 da. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So I wrote, oh my gosh, I said, um, you're Canadian small world. Thank you so much for getting back to me, being so accommodating. Let me just talk to my husband before I go ahead and book, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, I said, thanks again. And she said, and then she mentioned that she was Canadian. She's like, yes, I lived in Ottawa. And I'm like, I'm in Ottawa right now, born and raised. Been living with my parents since we left LA. And she's like, my sister still lives there. I'm like, oh my God. And then we started chatting back and forth some more and I was like, thank you so much. Can always count on the kindness of Canadians. She's like, absolutely. She's like, my neighbor's a Canadian too. She Jeez works in the Louise. film industry. Crazy. And I'm like, we work in the film industry. Whoa, we're trying. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, we're comedians and actors. And then I literally wrote, the universe works in magical ways. 
bigmagic.com. Like, did I scare her? But like, honestly, I, I not in a million years thought that would happen. Yeah. And then all, what are the coincidences of messaging someone who lives, has an Airbnb outside of Temecula? Yeah. And having her not only be Canadian, but from Ottawa, yeah. neighbors Canadian in the film industry, like it just all came together. And I felt, I was, I, I, I felt so warm and fuzzy. And What's I'm still funny, warm and fuzzy. Because like, we've talked about this, like I've mentioned, well, oh phone. my gosh, telephone's blowing up. There's literally, yeah, we've talked about this. There's 16 phones in here. Yes, there are. Oh my God. Yeah, there's two going off right beside me. That's how you know you're, uh, you know. Not at uh, your own Hunt home, Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's cordless phones. Um, no, I was gonna say, uh, mentioning my Canadianisms uh, down in LA, I thought would be like an exciting, exotic treat. No one gave a shit. No, no one cared. A lot of Americans are like, "Fuck you for taking our stage yeah, time and our if, jobs." <laughs> if anything, a lot of comedians would be like, "Yeah, what are you doing here? Like, there's too many people as is." Oh, another Canadian. Another well, sorry. Canadian. I bet you've done a lot of festivals up there. Blah blah blah. Like, yeah. yeah. But now it's finally paying <laughs> off, baby. Now we. So if you're listening and you're Canadian, always mention that you're Canadian to Airbnb people. I think lesson learned. I mean, that could work against you. Who knows? It's just one of those things where... My dad was killed by a Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. All the stars. And I wasn't saying I was Canadian because because I was thinking she might be Canadian. I was just like... Just wanted, just wanted to relate to somebody in some way to so they could find out some more about me instead of just this faceless, nameless shell of a woman... That's right. ...asking for a favor. Anyway, yeah. it was very, very kind of her. And um, because the night before I was having like n- basically nightmares about all the shit that I had looked at yeah. on Airbnb that Me was too. so bad. Yep. I was like, no, and I couldn't sleep. But then this morning I woke up and like immediately went to Airbnb and like looked at the place again and looked at the pictures. It's so pretty and it's so cute. And I'm just, I'm excited. I feel like hopeful about like our trip back for the first time in a while. Yes. Which could also thread into my warm and fuzzy. Oh, spaghetti. That, yeah, you booking it made me feel nice because it mm-hmm. felt like we have a plan. It felt like, I mean, as much as it's been lovely up here in Canada, your parents have been way more accommodating than anyone should rightfully be. Yes, they've been lovely. Um, it's time for us to get our fucking lives back on track and get things organized. And this was like, I felt like the first step yeah. of like getting things organized, even though it's not actually our home home. But it's like, ooh, it's I a can, step it's almost in the there. direction. I'm not looking forward to that drive back. Oh my god, am I lo- not looking I, forward to it? I I think it's going to be an adventure. I think we have to look at it like an adventure, and yes. I say that because I'm not the one doing most of the driving. Yes, it will be me. <laughs> but we're gonna put on some. We're actually gonna listen to podcasts for real. I know. We have to listen to podcasts because we're always just like we have a podcast, and we're like we don't listen to any podcast. We don't know what's. going I want to listen to some more like murdery podcasts. Well, there was that one podcast that I mentioned that like reads pilot scripts. Is it called Dead Pilot Society? I think so. Yeah. And a couple of our friends had been actors. They have actors on to read the scripts and stuff like that. I want to listen to that because that sounds like something that could you know a is it could be fun to listen to and b could be fun, fun to, to be, be part, a part of. of. Yeah. So who knows? Um, also a lot of dead pilots are amazing. There's a reason that like they, you know, they made the pilot to begin with when in an acting class, I used to take some of the scenes that we do 
were from dead pilots. I'm like, what is this? This is amazing. They're like, oh, it's a pilot that never got made. Can you imagine in 18 years? They're like, okay, everyone read your scene from Vamplane. <laughs> Blue. The, the, the <laughs> film that should have happened but never did. Um, the plane does have to make that noise when it takes off. Blue. <laughs> and, and then it has, doesn't have a cape? It probably has a cape. Um, yeah. Yeah, it has a cape. What the hell am I warm and fuzzy? I guess that's what I'm warm and fuzzy about. Going back feels nice. Um, I hate... We're in such like an almost there like zone right now because mm-hmm. we're two weeks away from leaving. And it's like I've had such... Maybe the worst anxiety of this entire pandemic. Is Just, this your cold and stabby now? I don't know. Sounds like a cold and stabby. I'm like mixing the two. Like a fine cranberry wine. Um you know, you're mixing a bunch of ingredients and you're coming up with something tart. I don't know if there's a bunch of ingredients. I think it's just cranberry. It definitely tastes like just cranberry. Um, <laughs> what? I mean, here's something that made me feel fuzz today. Um, it was a stupid little thing, but we were at the grocery store picking up a couple things and there was like a young dad with his little kid in the grocery cart and he like, the kid was like laughing at him and then the dad was like, ha ha, yeah, buddy. And like grabbed his kid's fist and they had like this little high five handshake thing. Cute. And like I was staring and I was just like, I could feel my eyes like welt up a bit. Oh my God. And then I saw the dad kind of looked at me and nodded and then I like smiled so big, but we're both wearing masks. So he didn't know I was smiling. So no, he would know. But I actively was like, oh, he doesn't know I'm smiling at him. So I like, I was like, squint your eyes at him. Like just so, so it looks like my mouth Ew, is so big. With like, this guy wants to eat my kid. Yeah, so I literally <laughs> just like aggressively like squinted my eyes at this kid, this guy, to let him know that you know he was being cute with his kid, <laughs> <laughs> and it made me. It you should just give him a thumbs up. Yeah. Hey, kid. <laughs> good for you and that kid. Um, what else is making me feel warm and fuzzy? I'm reading. I'll just say some things that the little things are making me feel warm and fuzzy because. I haven't had any like grand whole. This is the warm and fuzzy hour with Matt O'Brien. It is. I'm reading uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's a very fun, older book, sci-fi, goofy. Get your mind off of things. Getting your mind off of things is what makes makes me warm and fuzzy. Oh sure. Um, I'm playing Hitman on PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying that a lot. I don't it, know what that is, but it, you seem to be uh, loving your little video games yes. lately. And that's getting my mind off of things. I feel like my big thing right now is getting my mind off of things before our our big stressful trip. Yeah. And that's nice. Um, Cold and Stabby? Let's just drift right into that, Let's drift into Cold and Stabby. Okay, so piggybacking off of what I said before, are the Airbnbs that are so expensive? I get that Airbnb people need to make money too. But what gives you the fucking right to rent out your tent for $2,000 a month? It's highway robbery in wine country. But not even in wine country. I'm telling you, I was looking everywhere in LA. I wasn't only looking at Temecula because after, after a while, we couldn't find anything in Temecula. So I was, I was going all over the whole LA area, an hour outside of this way or that way or the other. And everything was so crap. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I guess that's my. <laughs> it's pretty shitty. People cold trying savvy. to rent tents as Airbnbs on Airbnb can go to hell and suck a butter tart. Don't like, suck I, butter was tart. it always this? Because every, every, 
I remember there was a time when COVID first hit where everybody's like Airbnb people are like, oh my God. And everything, they're like, everything is cheaper now because they can't get anybody here. But maybe now because people want like staycations or whatever. But yeah, but if you have it's or it's like a studio apartment where it's literally like a dark box with the ugliest fucking comforter and like a microwave in a corner and they're like three grand a month. Yeah, there's a lot of gross ones out there, but people try. They're trying to make money. You know what I mean? That's you know, and they're but certain quality. There should be certain levels of Airbnb. Be like, like there should be. Is there like a star system? Be like, I would like a one star Airbnb, and it's like just a towel. Well, there's on the a rating floor. system, I guess, but you just have to like comb through it. Or like, if there were levels of like, yeah, what to expect. Because I'm like, if it if it's if it has bad reviews, it's bad. It's a bad place. But some of these places, but maybe have it's trying to be a bad fine place. reviews. Like I also, people are very hesitant to leave bad reviews on like Airbnb. I find. Do you remember? Unless it's so bad. Yeah, I feel like this doesn't happen. Well, especially now, but in the last few years, it's definitely gone down. But when Airbnb first came out, I do remember. There were a lot of posts where it's like you're sleeping in the same room as the person that owns the apartment or home. Oh, God. Was that I, a thing? I remember. <laughs> I think I was going to Montreal or where the hell was I going? Some small town. And I was like, I'll see Airbnb. Maybe I'll see some Airbnb. And there were so many Airbnbs being like blow up mattress on the floor next to my bed. And there was reviews. And oh, there was yeah. people that were like, actually quite comfortable doesn't that person she doesn't snore <laughs> like you're just gonna have somebody oh God. sleeping on your floor i guess everything's different when you're when you're younger too that's the thing one a 20 year old might look at this airbnb that's you know but then again a 20 year old would be like why would i want to spend that much yeah it depends where you are in your life like for example when i was in my 20s i i would sleep on strangers couches like they'd be like oh it's a buddy of mine who's a comedian great nice to meet you thanks for letting me stay here for two weeks with you and your wife like, yeah, that's what you do in your 20s. I could I sleep standing sleep up in a tree. I leather love seat yeah, with these people I don't know. I got to send Scott Lossie from uh, Seattle. Yeah. Comedian. Comedian. I've not checked in with him in a while. But Check the f- in. The fact that he let me sleep on his couch, him and his girlfriend. Yeah. I think wife now. For two uh, weeks. Literally a stranger for that's two weeks. And sick. I did not pay them. Ooh. I bought them like treats and stuff. Treats? What kind of treats? Big treats? Money-shaped treats? I got. I think I got them some sort of maple syrup, something because like like Canadian thing, something they couldn't get there. <sighs> you think they were secretly pissed? Or are they? Is he? Just, no, they seem just so nice. nice. Some people are just so fucking nice. Shit, we should God. be nice. We are nice, but I still uh, don't want some okay. stranger sleeping on my couch. That's right. Also, I don't have a couch. I don't have a home right now. That's true. Once we get a home, everyone's invited. We're gonna have a no. listener party <laughs> where all the listeners can fly down to wine country. But I will say, sleep on our couch. when I was in my twenties, a lot of people would sleep on my couch. Yeah, I'd have drifters, hifters. Sometimes, sometimes in our, we had three roommates at that place on Dover Court. It was a three bedroom. Yeah, and at one point, my friend and another friend stayed. So there was five of us staying in a three bedroom, one bathroom. No, thank you. That's bad. That was very bad. I'm an adult. I can't handle that right now. <laughs> Um, my cold and stabby. I'll just dip my toes into it for a second. It's a big one again. You know how pre- previous cold stabbies, I've been like the cold wind. Uh, well, this is up there with that, I guess. You curse the wind every cold. And I curse the wind on a daily basis. Um, went for a jog yesterday. Way too cold. Cursed it the whole way. 
Um, I will curse a cold, cold wind. Who, who's not cursing a cold wind? Yeah, cold, cold wind can. Fuck yeah. off. But that's the thing. You you swear into the wind, and the wind knows. The wind doesn't give a shit. Um, Maybe try be nicer to the wind, and then the wind will be nicer wind. back. Fuck the wind. Unless it's a nice, warm summer breeze. No, the wind knows how you're speaking fine. about it, and that's why the wind attacks you. I'll check in with the wind tomorrow. Just be like, look, we'll I know you're just doing at. your job. It's winter. And then the wind will be like, fine, I'll blow somewhere a little different, not yeah. right in your face. We'll see. Maybe I'll... Should I sacrifice something to the wind? Some sort of Whoa. animal? Or... No, no, no. Just should be... I give it a basket of fruit? That's what the old... All I'm asking you is to, to speak kindly to the wind. I'll try... Okay. Podcast listeners, you heard it here first. I'm going to speak qu- kindly to the wind this week, and I'll let you know how it goes. I urge you to as well. Episode. Everybody, when you're outside, the cold wind comes, be like, look, wind, I know you're just doing your job. You're just a little bit chilly, but I love and I support you, and uh, we're going to get through this together and see yeah. what happens. I have had it, like, especially when we lived in Toronto, I'd be walking, and I'd be walking to a cold wind in, like, January, and I'd swear at myself. I'd be like, fuck, and I swear the wind would get more intense exactly because you're manifesting it does know (laughs) um that's not my cold and stabby although it kind of is now um my cold and stabby like it is every year is taxes it's now the time of year where i have constant anxiety about taxes and i can't stop thinking about it and it's the same every year i'm always like oh my god what's gonna happen i have no idea what's happening God damn it, do I wish I knew what the hell was going on one year just so I could be calm. But I'm like, yeah. and then here's what happens. I file our taxes and it's fine. Yeah. I, I do everything correctly. So I don't we also know. have an accountant. It's not like we're trying to figure it all out by no, ourselves. No, but as self-employed people, like it gets dicey and yes. weird because they're like, did you write off your pants? Did you write off... Did you buy any pens this year? Or they could write those off. Especially this year because because pens of and COVID and because we've, you know, been living in Canada and the US and getting income in both. It's, it's this weird. year is is kind of oddly stressful. But I feel like it's going to be weird for everybody. That's yeah. kind of what I keep thinking. But either way, I hate it and the whole process sucks. It fucking sucks. Across the board. Um what was I going to say about taxes? It'll be fine. I know it'll be fine. We can also get an extension. That's why I feel I'm like tax season already because we got an extension last year. Yeah. So it feels like we literally just finished doing them. It does. Yeah. But we can we can get another extension again. But I just it, it, we've talked about this a few times. But remember the days where you like had a, one job yep. and you would just get like one sheet, one form. And you're like, I, here's my form from tax season. And it's just like a T4 in Canada. Yeah, you're like, I worked at Starbucks. Like, I paid $400 in rent. Because yeah. I lived in a basement with fucking six people. It was so simple. And Here now it's so complicated and dumb. And I know I'm whiny. I don't even own my own business. I guess I am my own business. I don't even know what's going on. But uh, for everyone involved. And that joke has been made a thousand times. But it's so true every single time someone does it. Where they're like, the government is like knows how much they you want owe. from us. And they but just want you just to like, fucking guess or they'll yeah. put you in jail. Yeah, basically. They're just like, figure it out. And if you don't get it right, we're coming after you. It's like, yeah. what a fucking stupid system we got going It's quite here. rude. Yeah. I mean, on the other thing, you could like, if you get rich and famous enough, you have someone who takes care of all that for you. But then you got you to gotta pay attention because then your fucking trusted confidant or your brother or whoever is taking care of it for you can embezzle and screw you over. And then you're the one because you're, you're signing an off, off on this shit. So yeah. 
Got to keep your eyes and ears open. You know I wish saying? I knew where some of my tax dollars went. Like if if there was like a piece of road that had my name on it somewhere, just be like, well, this is Matt's part. Or you could get like a, a graph, a breakdown. Be like, so and so went dollars went to yeah building new roads. Some of yep. this went to like a fucking policeman. Some of this went to like I just want to know. Maybe if you sprayed some of your DNA on your tax forms, or some you spray your DNA on a pile of money. And then it goes off into the, and then you can track it uh, through your DNA, like Ancestry.com. Um, that's another idea I have as well, right up there with Vamplane. I don't like that last idea. No, it's a good one. Spray um, your DNA. On money and so then you know track it through the government. <laughs> <laughs> know where your money's going. I feel like the cranberry wine has taken over. Honestly, um, I think the cranberry wine is doing something. Yes, it could be doing something. And uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get the hell out of here because that's the end of the episode. It is. Um, I do appreciate all of you listeners out there in Radio Land. We appreciate you a lot. Getting to know you and getting Ooh! to know us what. Wait, one little button. No button. Because maybe this is what you want, but... We so Matt and I we talked about the commercials we filmed a few weeks ago, or back in January, and one of them finally came out. We haven't actually seen the the full commercial, but we saw the print aspect of it. So we're on like Instagram, and then we're on the fucking side of a streetcar, which is crazy. The <laughs> two yeah. of our stupid faces in this ad, if you, side of a streetcar. If you're in Toronto, uh, in Toronto, in Toronto, car. yeah. If you're in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, keep an eye on the streetcars because our big stupid faces your face more than mine i'm looking down and i'm dressed like a fucking nerd i'm um, looking straight into the camera and my bangs look wet i remember specifically during the commercial she kept hairspraying it and like parting my hair and pe- like patting it down i'm like does it look good it doesn't look like chunky or like wet or anything she's like no it looks fine I'm, it looks like i'm wearing a like a hair helmet yeah it's <laughs> weird but you know we're out it's there cool. and it's fun. I've never been on the side of a, I thought we were just in an ad in a streetcar. I didn't realize we're on the whole side of it. Yeah. I thought it was like a banner in a streetcar, but we're, yeah. on, we're on like the side. It's quite large. It's quite large and in charge. And my name is Marge. Um, so keep an eye for that in Toronto. Keep an eye for me online. If you want to come see me online, I'm uh, Matt underscore O'Brien. And uh, where are they going to find you? Uh, Julia Comedy or Julia and Julia Comedian. Better believe it. You'll find me. You'll love it. You'll find it. You'll love it. You got to have it. Keep doing impressions of us. Chris Bush did one of Matt last week and it fucking it cracked killed. us up. It fucking killed. It killed so fucking hard. He also had a video that went like it really popped off. Really? He uh, he. Yeah. He's getting numbers. He says. Well, look at that. And I agree because he showed me the link. 17,000 views he got on a Holy video. Holy shit, Chris Bush. Bush. Very proud of this guy. Wow. My, my sweet little Chris Bush. Is Chris going to be the new host of this show? Can you imagine he gets more followers than both of us and we're like, fuck this guy. Fuck Chris Bush. I fucking made him who he is. <laughs> uh, no, I only want only the best for him as long as it's not more than me. <laughs> no. As long as he never no. gets more than me. I want everything. Listen, there's enough the, pie him. to go around. We yes. love you all. Uh, message us, talk to us, um, talk to the wind, say you love it. We yeah, try love it you. See, let me Cranberry know wine, support local. Wine and dine, six ninety nine. Sixty nine, sixty nine. Fresh as hell. 